Katzen, boots and cats. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the trick, right? That's the trick. Cats and boots and cats. Boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and then you can, if you can get the. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Welcome. Thanks for joining us, Rob. We were going a little bit crazy over here. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, you did. I liked it. Did you like it? I like it. Uh, (laughs) I like it. Um. (laughs) Moto, moto. (laughs) Hello, moto. No. I know, I know. All right, Akon, it's fine. I am so lonely. So lonely. I have nobody. Got nobody. Body of my own. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all I know. Yeah. I don't even know. That's not even part of the song. I love, I love it. That's all I know. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was fun. That was fun. That was very fun to listen to. Maybe we should do the episode. No. Nah. Do you reckon? That was the episode. Welcome to another episode of <laughs> That's Rick. <laughs> Welcome back. Wow. And who are we? What would I say to you if you if you were a beatboxer? Yeah. How would I welcome you onto the stage? Um, first of all, I'm, I'm offended that you say if I was a beatboxer. <laughs> yeah. If um, excuse me. I'm not too sure if you heard my wicked I skills. I was impressed. I was impressed. That's basic. If I was a beatboxer, I'd be called MC Bagger Vance. <laughs> Is it Bag of Vance? I don't know. I just came, I don't know why that came to my head. Was it like a golfing movie or something like that? Yeah, oh, Bag of Vance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Legend of Bag of Vance. Yeah, but that's yeah, that's what I mm. yeah sure I'll lean into it. <laughs> Do you know it's a good question? Actually, asked who we are. Did we even say who we were in the last episode? <laughs> I, don't I don't think, think we. Think I don't either. think we did actually. I don't think we did. But collectively, we yeah. are the That's Ranked podcast. Yeah, but who are we individually? Well, I'm Taryn. That's Taryn. <laughs> we? My name is Rob. Yes, that's Rob. Yep. And my name is Liam. The MC Bag Events. MC Bag Events. Oh, I love that. It's actually a really good. That's such fly, a good, That is actually yeah. a really good MC name. Off thanks the fly. You. Yeah, thanks. I'm not sure if it'd be like copywritten or, yeah, yeah. you Might know, be. probably. Might be. Wait, what's that? The sirens? <laughs> At Metro's tonight, we've got MC Bag Events. Boots and cats and boots and cats. Yo, everybody in the house. I want you to get your hands up. <laughs> oh, this is a little bit of a litty episode. Yeah. I feel like we should be doing this on a Saturday night. Yeah, watch like, what, watch the um the the the, the will give us something like herbs and spices. Yeah, we'll be like, all right, bring up like top three serious things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, Rappers. number one, death. <laughs> oh Jesus, number two, taxes. Well, I mean, no, nothing is sure. Yeah, That's true. Nothing is sure. Yeah, I think uh, you would win that we, one. But we are Rob, Liam, and Taryn. Oh, that doesn't change. And, and, yeah. and, we, and we are here to rank things. And and, and if you need this podcast, what we're going to do is we're going to each we're going to ro- spin a wheel. We're going to spin a wheel. We're going to get given a topic at random. Yes. And then on the fly, on the we fly. are going to have to come up with our favorite thing of that topic. And then as a group, yep, we're going to have a little bit of a democratic conversation, mm. also known as a shit fight or a battle. Yes, a battle. Where we, where we will rank them from one to three. Uh, and that is the purpose of our podcast. That's right. And last, last week was a bit of a friendly one. Like I'm kind mm. of hoping this one's a little bit more fiery, mm. but I don't want to get too far ahead because, you know, like I said, 
these ideas are given to us by by you, the listener. That's true. So we have a list of just random things. And some of these things are really random. Very random. Really random. Even so. more random than the start of this podcast. Yeah. yeah like, uh, honestly. <laughs> that was pretty random. I'm going to take, take the veil down just a little mm. bit here. And the where we started the episode and where we started going off on mm. like weird tangents and yeah. singing while you were getting the drinks, I have no yeah. idea where I'm starting this episode. Yeah. No, no. I have no idea what happened. I walked away I'm from excited. a civil conversation. I came back and there was fun, <laughs> fun shenanigans. Yeah. Fun shenanigans. Yeah. All about the shenanigans. We'll take your word for it. We'll listen yeah. back and be like, oh, cringe. Yeah. Cringe. I mean, I know what I'm going to do. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut out wiggle wiggle jiggle jiggle, yeah. Why? Save for sure. it for the end. No, cut oh, for it, sure. I, I, I mean, cut it and use that and just that. Oh, oh, oh that's just gonna be the whole episode. That's it. Yeah, on, on repeat. <laughs> yep. On, on repeat. repeat. Oh god. Yeah. Oh. We'll come back to this, and it's just gonna be Liam Blake. Welcome to this week's episode. Taryn and Rob aren't here today. You've got MC Bag of The money don't jiggle jiggle. It falls. I'd like to see. Wiggle, wiggle. For sure. sure. Okay, sorry. But no, you can get us on um, (laughs) serious business. Okay. You can get us on... uh, You can jiggle jiggle to our vibe on Instagram. Damn, all right. Face. Are you on Facebook? Yeah. Yep, Facebook. What do you mean? Are are we? Yeah, we. Well, you as well. Us. I I was going to say, I saw us on Facebook the other day. Yeah. So we're on, we're, on, we're on Facebook, we're on Insta, I think we're on Twitter. <laughs> I, just we're on this I just had to go with you. I think, yeah. we're, on I think we're on Twitter. No, we're on Twitter uh, and, and Gmail. All of them, all of them. That's Rank Pod. Mm. Hashtag. Very easy to find. Very, Very easy, easy to, to find. find. And we want, we want, we want divisive conversation here. We're like Fox News. Mm. Yeah, we want, you, we, yeah, want yeah. To, we want you to write Speak in with your, fiery, <laughs> with your fiery opinions. Okay, yeah. maybe that was a bad example. Fiery maybe opinions based in nothing but solid fact exactly yeah. right exactly right but yeah. we do want because you know, we, we, we every week we put an episode out there where we're talking about our favourite stuff there's a bit it's of true. contention we have debates yeah, over that's last true. week we're passionate peeps exactly right last week poor Bartholomew the Sloth you know found himself on the um, as number three but, but there might be really vocal Bartholomew fans out there yeah. and we, yeah. we want to hear from you yeah. just we like do. there was fans from from previous episodes that's right and I think that conversation is going to be very vital and very important to getting this thing off the, off the ground mm. off the, I mean we're right off the ground mm. that's a bad way to put it but it brings us back to what we said last week as well. Rank, share, like, subscribe, review, uh, comment, review. review. Give us a five-star review. Yeah, just give us a five-star. Give us a high five. Yeah, if you're three below, don't even worry about it. You yeah. tuck exactly. those little thingies away. Exactly yeah. right. Keep it to yourself. Keep it to yeah. yourself. Mm. Put yeah. those stars back where they came from. <laughs> yeah. Go tell your nana how much you don't like us because she won't care. <laughs> <laughs> and you get it out of your system. It's yeah. a win It's a win Yeah, totally. Well, I mean, that's that's uh, is that, is that the pleasantries? Should we spin the wheel? So we decided last week <laughs> that we're going to have different velocity wrist spins so that we can land on numbers other than twenty three. That's right. Give it a big old crank, I reckon. <laughs> if it's twenty, we if, if, if it's twenty three again, then it's just twenty three again. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, oh, it's an old. What would you call just it? Tap it? It's a Casper. There we go. Ooh. Oh, you've done it. It's number wheat. Number eight. Number what? Lucky number infinitate. Oh, I think we're gonna have a tough. We're gonna have a tough episode. Oh, Uh-oh. Yikes. No, not, not you. No. Oh, maybe you might do it in a different capacity. Oh, is it something to do with movies? Yeah, it kind of is. Yikes! Wait, but he's worse yeah. off because he's got so many to choose from. Yeah, that's true. That's what I'm thinking. So number eight. What yeah. is it? It's documentaries. Oh. Your oh. favorite documentary. Oh. Do you have to have watched it? No, I mean it's up to you. Okay. I mean, it'd be weird if you chose a documentary that you haven't watched, but... No, I think I'm going to. Well, okay. Wait, well, okay. Because okay. I've watched the trailers and I really, like, I want to watch it. 
really bad. Anyway, that's, a, that's, I'll inter- give it away. It, that's an interesting take. Okay. Mm-hmm. An interesting take. Like it's not something. It's 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 your favorite documentary. You're ranking it number one in a rank. I already know it's going to be amazing. Oh, I already know. Very very good. Big, that's a big call. It mm. is a big call. Like I'm 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 trying to like just not put too much thought into it. I'm just trying yeah. to think. Yeah. I've got one that comes yeah. to my head. It's Documentaries. pretty. Yeah, it's it's kind of messed up. But I'm like I'm still I'm just trying to think about. Is uh, that what I'm thinking of? It might be. So it's a different because I can name I think what I think is my favorite documentary, right? Oh, good thing you're going first. But if you hadn't seen it, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, right? This, this is true. Then tricky, it makes right? it hard. Then, I gotta, tricky, then I've got to yeah. convince you that it's great. Or do I try to think about what you're into and what you've seen? Well, I mean, and then do I try to think of something that I think is going to get your vote, or I, do I actually say what is my number one? I think I have to say what my actual number one. I think is. I think I have to be true to myself. Yeah, yeah be a Cholula. Yeah, be a Cholula. I have to be yeah, a Cholula. Yeah. yeah. So. I will go first. Yeah, take it away. My number one. Take it away. Take is it away. Actually, a documentary I referenced not that long ago on this podcast. Oh, I know it's what it's going to be. It's not the rock climbing documentary. Okay, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go again. It was on the guest episode, the guest rank with Rob McCreel when we oh, did yeah. our film scores. Yeah, yeah. And I played a song and I referenced a movie called The Thin Blue Light okay. by Errol Morris. Mm-hmm. So this is a documentary made, oh, I'm going to say 80s, like somewhere in the 80s, mid to late 80s. And it's it, it, it kind of helped define like and, and usher in this whole new wave of like poetic documentary filmmaking, right? Because documentary, Beautiful. what is documentary? Documentary is, 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 the, is the attempt to capture reality, mm. right? So you're trying to go there and be a fly on the wall and be like, oh, the camera doesn't even exist. Everyone's just acting really normal. It's like, well, that, you know, there's an argument to say that's impossible. Because as soon as you put that camera in the room, everyone starts to perform for the camera. Mm. Except for maybe animals. Mm. No, except for the David Attenboroughs. Yeah. You, you actually can't achieve that. So, Errol Morris was a filmmaker. And what he decided to do was to explore subjective truth, right? Subjective truth. And he found this case in America of a guy who was on death row mm-hmm. for murder. And he investigated the case. Um, and he did so by effectively grabbing a whole bunch of different retellings of the event. So he went and he found all the witnesses, he found all the people involved, and he got them all to share what they had seen. Mm-hmm. You know, so you could imagine yourself as in, like, you are the jury, mm-hmm. right? And this is what you've been told, because this is how these people have perceived this event. And then in this really beautiful way, like it's shot beautifully, he retells it from all those different perspectives. And you see how the story shifts and change and how the facts shift and change mm-hmm. with each person's retelling of the story and each person's impression of the story. And he's got this amazing score to the whole film, which, oh. is, which is why I put it in that, the previous film score yeah. um, things because it is one of the best, it's one of the all-timers from a film score point of view by a guy called Philip Glass, mm-hmm. who then became quite a big name. Started here. Um, so he... So as you can say, it's beautifully shot. It's got like a beautiful kind of ethos behind it. You know, exploring subjective truth and subjective reality. Mm-hmm. And the creme de la creme is that he actually solved the crime oh. and he got a, 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 a admission of guilt from another person who wasn't the person on death row. Oh, wow. And he got the person on death row off death row and out of jail and, and proved his innocence. Oh, my goodness. In the documentary. 
What? In real life. So he made a film and he got a guy off death row. Well, wow. That's and, incredible. And he defined the documentary genre. And he made what is an absolutely stunningly beautiful film. And I recommend everyone to see it. It's got the Thin Blue Line, Errol Morris, who's my favourite documentarian. Um, he's made a whole bunch of other really good documentaries. Yeah. You can tell like, I've got an advantage in this one. But I may, I may not be an advantage because I may be... Yeah. You know, <laughs> but I've, 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 I studied documentary. Like mm. I did. I almost did my honours in documentary. Okay. So I've, I've seen a few. The thin, <laughs> thin blue line. So this is one of the you, ones you, I reckon is really up there. You definitely speak with a different passion when it comes to film. Yeah, can, mm. I was enwrapped. I was yeah, yeah, and yeah, completely. You should see this. Engaged. You should really see mm. the, the film. It's a beauty. I don't okay. have to. You just told me everything about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to watch spo- that. I, I should have given you a spoiler alert, but yeah. uh, I had to also like try to win. So like I had to kind of give you like yeah. the, the ending. It's for the people yeah, by the it's people. For the people by the is people. Is that why documentaries like um, so the staircase, which is a popular one at the moment. The documentary on um, Netflix is a French group of documentarians who followed the murder, uh, well, the death of someone, basically, and someone accused of murder. And it's now been made into a binge adaptation with Colin Firth and um, yeah, Tony, I saw Cl- the, Tony Collette. I saw, I saw this because like, I watched The Staircase, because the, the, I, like, I like a good true mm. crime mm. Um, mm. special mm. on. Mm. Obviously started with uh, Making a Murderer on mm-hmm. Netflix and kind of just took off from there. Yeah. Yeah. I watched a lot of those ones, but then I saw The Staircase. Yeah, is that why they're making films like that now? Would that have influenced that that much? I think it would have been. I, think, I mean, it was a hugely influential film. Mm. And I'm... Because when you think about documentary filmmaking, like you had very, you had, it never really, the original documentary film was in the Nook of the North, right? Which has this kind of really, it was a real colonial kind of take on Wait, it. Wait, originalizing of all time. Like the first one, <gasps> like the first documentary like they think was ever made was a guy that went into the Arctic and he recreated um, films about the indigenous cultures and communities up there. But it has this really colonial imperialistic mm. kind of point of view and, and and the making of it was probably also like that too mm. like do this stand there do this stand yep. there a little bit problematic now yep. this was over 100 years ago yeah you know and then you had document and then you had it in the 50s once they started to develop mobile cameras the ability to get mobile and so in the 60s particularly more in the 60s you start to have roaming 16 millimeter cameras so you've got concert documentaries like Woodstock and, and mm. all that kind of stuff and you've got um, a bunch of guys that used to get went into things like they went into a high school the Maisel Brothers and things like that. And yep. they went and they filmed like the inner workings of institutions and high schools. And it was probably, you know, so documentaries, you, you tally it along where technology has kind of come to. And I think you probably got then, you probably started to get more found footage of stuff in like mm-hmm. the 80s and 90s. Like and the then Blair Witch pro- Project? Well, exactly like the Blair Witch Project. Yeah, that's exactly my favourite right, documentary. Exactly right. So you probably had more content to work with. I'm trying to answer your question. Like I'm trying to think maybe, <laughs> I mean, it's the first true crime one that, I, that I'm aware of. Yeah. But I'm sure... You know, uh, it's a killer mockingbird. is true crime. Like I'm sure, like the idea of um, wait, is there a documentary cr- for to kill a mockingbird? No, oh. no, no. But like the idea of it, you know, like yeah. the idea of trying to solve a crime. So oh. to kill a mockingbird is a fiction. What's the one I'm thinking of? People think um, Boo Radley, though, not as good as everyone thinks. What's the one I'm thinking about? They made it Capote. What did what did Truman Capote write? Lost, yeah, Truman Capote was. You're talking for to two people who aren't that that well versed in film <laughs> right now. I, I thought I was, but was here, I, here no, I no, 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 no. When, when it comes to film, oh yeah, not as well versed as you know. Well, that's what I mean. I you, thought you, I knew you films, but you, not, you come not to like know. You. you come to know very quickly when you speak to Rob about film. You're like, uh huh, <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> yeah. I like Star Wars. Yeah, what's what's, what's all that? Because yeah. we're talking about Thin Blue Line. I literally zoned out for two seconds, and then you were talking about <laughs> the, 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 the Nook of the North. Yeah, the Nook of the North, and like and like. <laughs> Film film docos. What do you mean you 
sorted out. I literally, I, my computer was doing a thing and I literally took, went down there and I was like, okay, back to the conversation. What? Where are we? Colonialism over 100 yeah. years ago. I was like, is this still the thin blue line one? No. No, yeah. something completely different. My okay. I was trying to answer Taryn's question. I don't think I answered it. I went on a really roundabout tangential answer. Uh, but I reckon <laughs> it would be. I reckon it was a big influence on yeah. true crime in documentary. Do you reckon? I think because podcasts, true crime podcasts have taken off and there's so many um, that actually address real true co- – well, yeah, real and true are the same thing um, – true crime <laughs> stories and a few of them have managed to influence cases, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Like the one with the footballer who's a twin and killed his wife, Kathleen. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, what's his face? Uh I want to say Boo Radley now, but that's definitely not. Um, The the footballer who's a twin. Oh, it'll come to me later. But um, I listened to that the first time they did the documentary. And then recently they've released a new sort of season of it because he's like been caught or something. I I need to get on top of it again. But he's like, it's it's influencing the case like in real time. Mm. Even though to us it's like an entertainment like genre, I suppose we thought it was entertainment, but it's true crime, which is like mm-hmm. real life, and they're mm-hmm. actually delving through, like not just evidence. They're talking to the, um, not the victims because they're dead, um, but like the perpetrators, the mm-hmm. witnesses, the family members, that sort of thing. And it's so interesting to hear. Um, although I guess the only caveat would be biasism, by people Bias. being biased. Yeah, yeah. thank you, yeah. biasism. Yeah. What am I, Jesus? Making up words. <laughs> biasism. Biasism. You are showing biasm. really, really strong biasm right now. Thank uh, you. Yeah, being very biased. Bias, yeah. Strong bias. You tried to make a pun then, but you actually said the correct I word. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you said the correct <laughs> word. I know. Trying to put a T on the end of it, but then. Bias. <laughs> oh, man. We heard it. Well, Dim Blue Line sounds like a docker that I actually would probably be interested in seeing. De- I, it's on my list. Like, it's, it's, you it's, you it's should on. definitely check it out. It's, it's on. really good. I'm adding it's really it to good. my list. And, 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 and what, I'd say, what I'd say to actually just follow on from what Taryn said then about how you've got to be pretty careful when you do this kind of stuff and how like making a murder, for example, mm-hmm. like like when you're watching it, you're like, oh, it's so clear, it's so obvious. But then, oh, it's you know, not though, yeah. Yeah, but, but yeah, exactly right. There's counterpoints to it, right? Yeah. And that's what I like about the Finn Blue Line is that the Finn Blue Line – kind of just acknowledge that there was counterpoints and actually showed all the counterpoints because it's like, this is this point of view, this is this point of view, this That's is this good. point of view. Yeah. And it did it by filming it. That's incredible. In a, in a kind of different way and it just, it's just beautiful. Yeah. I think I can piggyback off that. Do you mind if I go next? Yeah, please. So my one of my favourite documentaries and the one that I'm going to posit is my number one mm-hmm. is a documentary that from what I understand actually has no narration, has no anything except just raw footage of an event that happened. Oh, the documentary is very simply called 9-11. Mm. Oh. It was filmed by two French brothers mm. who were there on 9-11 uh, filming just uh, – doing a documentary on the um, New York Fire Department. Yeah, I think I was looking at the trailer for this. Yeah. And so basically they're there and they're watching – like filming them doing the most mundane shit. Like they're there So they like, definitely would not have taken off if they'd published this, for you, sure. You can't say taken off. Again, we're talking oh, about fuck. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> there was a crash and burn right there. Sorry. Can we? Even <laughs> and look, it happened. It happened. The, um, they're looking at like a, a grate that's on, like it's steaming, and the firemen are there just kind of prodding at it with a stick. It's not like that yeah. boring, but that's kind of what it looks like yeah. when the first plane flies over the top and hits the first tower. Damn. So the accidental footage. Accidental footage of the first. And Whoa. It's, the, it's, the, it's the only known footage of the first plane. 
hitting the tower. Yeah, because everyone was like, yeah, obviously yeah, well, taken by surprise. Well, I was watching Rove live when it ha- was happening, right? Mm. And it cut to the news live as the second plane flew yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone saw the second plane. Yeah. Oh, we should have done a trigger warning, although we are in Australia. Although we might have listeners in America. Well, that's true. I mean, I, I would like to... Th- I mean, 9-11 is now 21 years ago. Um, I know the time isn't always... Holy a- shit. Yeah, yeah. It was 21 years ago. It's insane. Yeah. I was, that is... Oh, my gosh. It was 2001, right? Yeah. I was six. Yeah. I was in year 11. You would have been... I was at university. University, yeah. <laughs> I went to the pub after that. Yeah. And I was sitting there drinking, talk, like, talking to friends. Like, I remember yeah. where I was. So, like, I, obviously time is not just a thing that, you know, just get over it, you know what I mean? Like, obviously 21 no. years is 21 Softens years. Softens you a little bit, though. Um, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I think for the, for the most part, 9-11 is such a massive event in the world that everyone, mm. everyone knows it happened. Everyone mm. knows what happened that I think it's almost okay to talk about because it's not like it's a taboo. Yeah. Like it's, it's pretty, yeah, it's a pretty yeah. well documented event. Mm. Like they, they have, um, they have, they have every year they have a, a, a memorial. Moment of, yeah. yeah. They, they filmed the, the first uh, plane go in and then all of a sudden you just see the FDNY just go bang mm. straight into it. And they, they, it's almost like the, this trigger just goes off and they're all into action. Mm. Mm. And they go back to the, the firehouse. And then this documentary follows the entire journey from the firehouse into the World Trade Center while they're climbing up and doing stuff in the World Trade Center as it collapses all the way through. And Wait, what, did they survive? Did the French yeah, remain? Yeah, they survived. So they were, they were in the tower that didn't collapse when the other one collapsed. Holy. That's so lucky. So they made, a, they made a Nicolas Cage movie about it. It was called 9-11, I'm pretty sure as well, like based on a, on a similar thing. Yeah, um, it's not World Trade Center. World Trade Center, that's right. Mm. But this documentary is fascinating because there's no, from what I remember, it's been a little while since I've seen it, but there's no voiceovers, there's no nothing. Yeah, they just, just let the, the footage just speaks for itself. And that's powerful when you have that. Like, yeah. Because that really just pulls you into that moment. I'm actually getting right? goosebumps just thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, like yeah. the Hiroshima one. The, um, not Hiroshima? Yeah, the bomb. The, no. The, the, the A-bomb in Japan? No. No. During I'm World War II? thinking the wrong one. Hold on. You continue talking and I'll look it up. Okay, but it's it's that raw the like I'm a huge fan of the found footage stuff. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. without going back to the joke I made about Blair Witch, I love that kind of stuff. Like yeah, the yeah, found footage fantastic. stuff, yeah. the stuff that feels really real. Yeah. And this is a version of that that's actually real. Yeah, and hmm. it's just it's just it's just powerful to watch because you yeah, yeah, you yeah. see kind of every facet of the of the human existence mm. from the terrible mm. to the shocked mm. to the you know kind of fight or flight mm. to the heroic. To the devastation, to death, like and the whole there. thing. Yeah, the whole thing. And this is the thing about this is the thing about documentary, though, right? Because mm. people, when you say documentary, you know, like it's not everyone's most exciting uh, form of film, which I find interesting because it is life, more or less. But, but but exactly right for the most part, you go, oh, you want to watch a documentary? And they're like, oh, no, no, no. But I'm just I'm just going over here listening to my podcast serial. Yeah. You're like, well, mm. what do you think that is? Like that's yeah. pretty that much is, the same thing, right? Yeah. Just audio. Mm-hmm. Like, what is documentary? So documentary is trying to capture like, reality. So like, is 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 Survivor documentary? Like, where does the line actually end? Like, they're probably filming. in Survivor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Just, just before Survivor. Just, just before, before Survivor. Survivor. Yeah. Reality no, but, TV. But but reality TV is a perfect case in point. You mm. know, reality TV is a huge phenomenon. Making of a Meadow is a huge phenomenon. Like it's it's actually bigger, I think, and more powerful than people give it credit for and what i like about it is that there's so many different ways of doing documentary so 
you can be in the moment, like in the actual footage, in the event. Yeah. And mm. just and something about no narration, you know, because yeah. once you put narration over something, then you're putting influence, right? And then you yeah. recognise as an audience, ah, oh, someone's made this. Yeah. yeah. But without narration, you're like, no one, oh, this is, this is a real experience. It's purely and emotive, and yeah. It's, it's a... It's a it's a choice and it just pulls you straight mm. into it. I think that's why 9-11 is one of my favourites mm. is because it literally is just pure, pure humanity. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Even, even when people are rushing into the stores as the plume of debris mm. and smoke is like billowing towards them. Mm. So and, they're, and they're like running into the, the, the and they're all taking cover and everything just goes dark. Yeah, yeah. Like it's all just real. Like you can't fake You can't, you can't you fake, can't fake mm. that. And what was really powerful was when at that moment they put the Benny Hill theme song. Sorry, I probably shouldn't have. Well, I followed up and I probably shouldn't have either. So, yeah. So you're saying it's a comedy. So you're saying. It's a tragedy. It's a tragedy. It's a tragedy, yeah. It would be. But I think that's one of those films where you watch it, you step out and you're like, gosh damn, I feel like I just ate my film vegetables, you know? Like, I feel like I just had my, my nutrients. Like, yeah. I feel like that was worth it, you know? <clears throat> yeah. like, like, rarely do you find yourself in a moment, personally, these days, like, I rarely go, I want to watch something really sad and depressing. Mm. But when I start something like that, I'm like, Get I'm glad it. I watched that, because that well, was yeah. awesome. On, on, oh, on that, and before, Taryn, I'm, we, I throw over to you for your, for your documentary. Are there, how many happy documentaries are there? Like thinking about it now, I'm going through all my ideas of, of, of documentaries and outside of the mm. the nature ones where you're kind of following like the, the March of the Penguins or something like that, which also has its own tragedy. Yeah. How many are actually like... Are happy? Yeah. Well, you've got, um, you know, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm thinking about there was, there was one called Spellbound, you know, which was about the spelling Oh God, that's so much oh, fun. There was one about the Donkey Kong, the, the guys that played Donkey Kong and the rivalry about the, the who, you, who had the highest Donkey Kong score. Can you send us a list score? of oh, the top like, 10 documentaries from different genres and like, okay. I'll go through it. Okay, but, but, okay. But you know, the, the King of Kong was funny because because the guy, I can't remember what his name is, mm. but his hair hasn't changed since the 70s. Mm. Um, he's a bit of a prick. Yeah. All because he thinks he's the champion of Donkey Kong. Mm. Yeah, yeah, His yeah, arcade yeah. game. Yeah. So if that's um, that, I don't think that's a happy story. I think yeah. it's quite sad to be honest with it. But you need conflict, right? You always need a bit of conflict, and it's you, true. you are right though. Like, what makes it interesting? You're not conflict. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> stupid. Off you go. <laughs> hey, you just made this documentary, uh, this this podcast, way more interesting. Oh, thank you. It's conflict. Thank William. you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> but I think there are some funny. Well, there's, there's definitely... Uh, some good ones. Some good ones. I'll know? give an honourable mention to the My Octopus Teacher doco, which is oh. the guy who dedicates his life to... Well, not his life because they didn't live that long, but uh, spoiler alert, um, to an octopus. And she's a little lady and she's living in the ocean outside his house, basically, in a really, really cold um, atmosphere. And he goes down into the water every day with absolutely no... Just a little side note, absolutely no diving gear, nothing. Just like trunks mm. um shorts and then he he basically follows her journey and it's from like her being a shy little wilderness creature um coming out of her little shell so to speak and going through like you know a little bit sad because she goes through like defending her life and her home from a, a predator and um at the end of the day it's kind of happy sad but honorable mention to that one because it's around animals and just like what you were saying mm, before. Mm, it's mm. like it's very interesting nature and all that. That's a recent. That was only like a year or two ago. Yeah, I've, it wasn't that I've long been ago. Meaning to say that, I'm going to add that to my list. Yeah, I'm going to add that. I really to my enjoyed list. it. Um, guess it's my turn then. Yeah, I feel like a big old child because mine is from my childhood. My favorite. Ooh. 
Uh, it is a documentary series, but I'm going to – and I mentioned before that my favourite is one I haven't seen yet, but I don't think I can do that because I can't really talk to it. Mm. But it's a similar theme and it basically talks to it. So have you ever seen the Walking With series of docos? No. <clears throat> and let me know if this is not like in category, but uh, – Walking With Dinosaurs? Is yeah, that- and Walking ah, With Beasts. Yeah. 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 So, Walking with Dinosaurs was my absolute number one favourite thing to watch as a kid. Um, Walking with Beasts was the second favourite. So, the Walking with Dinosaurs went through everything from your Stegosaurus, your Triceratops, T-Rex, all the things, like all the different series. And the Beast was more like Sabretooth Tiger. You had like um, prehistoric for the dinosaurs and then as sort of time goes on, those different series, um, all the way up until like kind of now evolution and it's like David Attenborough style um, and that's one I was going to give an honourable mention to that I really want to see but I don't have Apple TV and I'm going to somehow get it is David Attenborough's Prehistoric Planet. Nice. Um, but what I think uh, Walking with Dinosaurs and why I think it's so amazing, I've got a tattoo of a Stegosaurus on my arm because that was like my childhood and it just wow. brings me back to like feeling super happy yeah. watching and I would say, I mean it's not happy but it's 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 like a reality that we can accept because like animal ones they go through like trials and you know deaths and all that sort of thing but at the end of the day this is a documentary where they've recreated life that no longer exists and made it accessible and understandable to us even though i'm sure it's not 100 accurate because now the prehistoric planet features dinosaurs with like feathers when before we didn't think they had any that sort of thing i think it's also when it comes to any sort of scientific documentary Mm. most scientists would go in going you know this is what we've discovered and now but if someone finds this might be different or, or mm. they're, they're ready for that. Yeah. Mm. They're ready for that. They understand that's a definite yeah. part of the whole scientific process. Yeah. And I think I loved it so much because it was scientific, like bringing things back to life. It gave them a personality in the way that current like documentaries do. So like you said, being a fly on the wall and watching them do their thing mm. where prehistoric planet has probably got the David Attenborough uh, narration over the top, walking with beasts and walking with dinosaurs didn't necessarily. So you kind of, had a little bit of narration to like you know tell you what the creature was and why what you know he's a herbivore but um has a tail that will club blah 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 so you kind of understand what's going on but they didn't give it like she's protecting her children which gives you the heartstring pull Mm, yeah but you could they gave it like yeah like behavior person like personality traits behaviors that sort of thing that you could kind of relate to and be like Oh, they were just creatures, you mm, know? Yeah. Mm. Just living their lives. Um, little, yeah. Little characters. They always have like little characters to them. Yeah. And that's why I got my little Stego because I related to him the hardest because they are fiercely loyal creatures. So they mm. defend their friends to like the death, but they are herbivores. So mm. they're actually not a huge, you know, hindrance to the world. I mean, now we find they're a lot more dangerous than they let on to be. They look like have beaky mouths and like just, yeah. And they're pretty cool. The little mm. spikes on their back change colours and stuff are so wicked. Oh, what? To adapt, yeah, in their environment. So like chameleons? Yeah, like chameleons. Or like rims, you yeah. know, like when you get like like like, like LED rims. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. How, how, how did our brains go in such a different direction? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like chameleon, you're like rims on a car. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like that would go the other way actually. Yeah. <laughs> you're like this, this very, did you swap? Personalities for a second. Oh, just no, for a second. No, just for a I second. don't give two mm-hmm. shits about guys. <laughs> Tokyo <laughs> Drift? No, that's just my head. Yeah, <laughs> I just felt you were a Tokyo Drift kind of person. <laughs> but alas, you? you are. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I love that. I love that choice, actually. Yeah. I remember that series. Like, um, epic nostalgia. Yeah, like, every time yeah. it comes on, I almost want to cry because I'm like, oh, me and my brother used to sit and watch that before we understood films like Harry Potter and Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. Like, we loved mm. the dinosaur ones because mm. it was educational. My parents just chucked it on. Yeah. We could watch it over and over and over again because even though we knew what happened, it was still mm. wicked and, like, cool. I think when you're kids as well, like, you, that definitely is something that you do a lot. You kind of have that those favourites you go to all the time. Mm. Yeah. And you can chuck them on. And it's good that yours was a documentary because mm. mine was like Robin Hood, the animated yeah. Disney cartoon. <laughs> yeah, we had our Disneys as well. Like sure, we, we had I, our own. I don't, yeah, I don't recall ever having like a uh, like, like a dinosaur. Or well, the yeah. only dinosaur one I had was Land Before Time. Not a doc- oh, love that. Uh, not a doc- love that. Not a documentary. Yeah, I mean, uh, if it would, we would all have that on our uh, list yeah, that for sure. <laughs> what a great movie. Wow. But yeah, that's mentioned that <laughs> favorite documentary, all of us, Land Before Time, number one, number, <laughs> number one. one. Thanks, guys, for listening. Done. Yeah, we all yield to number one. Go us. Well, I'm just also thinking if we ever, if we, if we were ever asked to rank dinosaurs, like, mm, oh my gosh, put it on the list. Put, we have to put that one on the list. Put it on the list. I'm sorry, um, I'll replace. I've them. already said what mine is, but we'll. Well, I'll, I'll bring you, it to you, life you again. You do have a tattoo mm. of one on your arm, so mm. it'd be hard to walk back to another option. But I think it also adds to the credibility of that choice yep. as well. Yeah, You'd be able to go like, yeah, guys, whatever. Yep. I've tattooed mine. Yeah, one. no one else <laughs> is committed exactly as much right. as I am. Exactly right. <laughs> um, um, so, yeah, I think I'll wrap that there because nostalgia, education, mm. childhood, but like bringing dinosaurs back to life, mm. excuse me, yeah. amazing. What, what I like about our three choices is that we've had a true crime, a true yeah. crime yeah. poetic documentary where mm-hmm. they've done theatrical reenactments mm. um, with a stylish pizzazz. Mm. We've got a nature documentary, mm. a nature documentary that's trying to recreate prehistoric mm. times. So, like, it's a whole other degree of, it's a whole other element. Yeah. And then we've got 9-11, which... Is the other type of documentary, which I think is the is the is the pearl of documentaries, and I'll yeah. explain why I it's think pure. It's pretty. It's really pure, it's, and it's because you cannot yeah ever plan for something like that. Mm. No. That thing exists purely because of chance. Chance. Yeah. Purely because like, yep. filmmakers were in a place when something happened, and they happened to just film it. And they and kept and they kept going with it as well. And they, they kept going they, with they, it. They, That's they, insane. That was yeah. like, yeah. here's a chance for me. Yeah, you know, and yeah. not knowing where that day was going to lead them. No. I wonder who, like, because you know, to get anything done in marketing, I have to go through layers and layers of approval. So who was being like, "Yep, let these guys follow us with cameras"? But I suppose you're in disaster mode, and you're like, "Just, yep." Let's just do. Well, let's I, not worry about these guys with cameras. Well, I think I think that's kind of what it, what it was. Mm. Like, I think it was a case of like, well, they were filming the the um the New York's um fire department anyway mm. Mm. and the fire department just said well just this kinda, is a job just, yeah. just kind of rolled with it just kind of like come along mm. you know you're you're, f- you're filming us on the, on the day this is the agreement that you've had with yeah. us filming yeah us may on as the, well on just come along yeah and it's the most insane day like, yeah wouldn't you, you be like are you going to get in the way like i think my brain would go to like yeah, mitigate mitigate way. any yeah. problems yeah. get out yeah you're, you're or should i maybe way. put the camera down and grab a human being yeah yeah and like carry them out but this is but this is the ultimate Debate around documentary oh filmmaking. Oh my god, right? watching documentary the filmmaking struggle is contentious, and it's debated. Well, that's why I like the dinosaur one because it's not real. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so is, not it a, real. is it a documentary? Though? But, yes. but now we have yes, this film, is. and you could argue that okay, you could argue, and yeah, probably not. But so something's still powerful. Okay, maybe they could have. But actually, to be honest, in the moment they probably couldn't have. Really, you're in a you're in a you're in a chaos. You're in you're in a mm. crisis. You know, you probably couldn't really do much more. You're going to do what. You're trained to do. You're yeah, gonna go, yeah. You're, you're not going to be a medical. You normally do. You're not yeah. going to think about it. But also, something that's pretty powerful that's come out of it too, mm. and can be pretty powerful as well as a, 
as a way of enlightening people to the horrors of a situation such as yeah. that. You know? Yeah. Like like that was the Vietnam War, for example. You look at the films that came out of World War Two. Mm-hmm. You know, were very much glamorizing war. Mm. But then Vietnam, once they had mobile cameras and once there was a lot more footage, once there was television, people were like, oh, actually, war's pretty shitty. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, crap, we hate war. Mm. And it was really powerful. It changed, <laughs> changed public perception, mm. you know, arguably for the better in, in that it took the heroicism ideals mm. of a war and it made, it made us all realise that oh, sucks, particularly people privileged yep. not, to, not to ever experience it firsthand. You, totally, know, you know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. So yeah. it's pretty powerful. Yeah, but you've raised a good point with three very different, very mm. different... Um, well, this is going to be really hard. It's going to be very hard. I wish we had people hard. weigh in. Do we phone a friend? <laughs> yeah, I'll just give someone a call. It's almost like we should... No, not It's yet. actually almost like sometimes we need not to yet. put not it out yet. to a vote, you know? Like sometimes we need to be like, you know what? But well, that's but what... But I'm hoping the listeners weigh in and say like, yeah, all good that you guys ranked yeah. it like this. This is how I would rank it. Yeah, mm. yeah. And also be like, you guys... What are you talking about? Those three documentaries are not the best documentaries. This have you have you seen this one? Have yeah, like, we'll learn. Yeah, we, we no, we haven't seen that, and then mm. we'll watch it and be like, That's right. not even close. Not even close, bro. <laughs> we know exactly what we're talking about. They'll be like, Liam, I can't believe you didn't think Survival was documentary. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Taryn, I want essays. <laughs> I want essay responses on Big this. Brother. Is why. Yeah, documentary, Big Brother. Um, uh, Wives of Beverly Hills, or whatever they called it. Is that what it's called? Real, real housewives. Yeah, why are you looking at her? Don't look I, at me. That's true. I, I watch it. You mentioned like what was it, reality Kardashians or something before? Yeah. And I was like, damn, no. it's cult following, but yeah, we, alas, I'm I, not, I, not I, on the train. I don't think we should talk about give them any airtime whatsoever. Yeah. No. Yeah, can you just bleep that out? The beep shins. Yeah. Beep shins. The beep shins. <laughs> By the way, can I just say something that's actually um, I can't talk about the Kardashians. It's a little bit longer. Oh, no, geez. not really. Should we just no? Because because I want to because My money you know how she wore the ch- Marilyn Monroe she she wore the Marilyn Monroe dress to the oh, Met Gala. Stop it! And she bragged about and she damaged it. <gasps> so it, she took it out of the museum, and now it's missing diamonds and it's damaged. And then someone's released a video of them putting it on her, and they couldn't fit it. Yeah, because she and she despite not eating for like weeks, which she Ugh. boasted about. Wait, didn't so she, she also boast about not eating to fit into a de- dress which was uh, kind was of belongs in a museum, which she ended up ruining? Yeah, what a horrific, horrific. Was was, was this around the same oh. time she said that she would eat poop to look younger? What? Yeah, Did she? yeah, she said that. Yeah, sorry, uh, sorry, I kept talking about her. Let's let's move on. You're not sorry. You 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 were very very keen to talk about that. Well, I wanted to put, I wanted to I didn't drag, know that, her, I d- drag I didn't, her name through the. I didn't know that happened. <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty atrocious. Like, yeah, to, I don't. But you know, what? I also blame the museum. To, for, mm. for even taking it out. Yeah, they're the caretakers, the that's curators. Yeah, Why did they true. let her... That's true. Money, like, money. I'll, I'll give you like $2 million. That's my impression of Kim Kardashian. I'll give you like $2 oh. million. And they're probably like, well, we're a museum. That's, we could use we that. We could probably use that money. Yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Those donations are drying up. Mm. Um, okay, how are we going to rank this thing? This is, well, I feel like you've spoken to Liam's okay. really positively. I've spoken to yours positively. Yeah, you did, as well. but I feel like you really like you. Your number one seems quite clear. I did just and and I I'm, I think it's because because I do I I remember that series too, mm. and that whole the whole genre of, doc, of 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 nature documentaries is is real fun favorite too. Yeah, and like to create it too, the craft of creating something like that mm. because you not only do you have to be there in the moment, but then you have to sit there and just wait and wait and wait and then get it, mm. um, and then to obviously in that sense like recreate dinosaurs yeah it's really hard eh but it is really hard but i say i am gonna for the sake of picking one Mm -hmm. i am gonna say i am gonna go 9-11 because of that simple fact of 
It's just the, the, those are the really those are the ones which you just can't plan. Mm. No. You can't. You can't. You can't. It, it, it's really just a. It's a creation. Mm. It just. It's just something that just. I don't know. For lack of a better word, the term just kind of magically just appears out mm. of out of nowhere yeah. because they just happened to be there in a moment where something was was happening and they recorded yeah. it and chucked it out there. And I think that in itself makes it really rare. There's a scarcity yeah. to mm. that, that scarce, kind of yeah. that what, kind this of once in a lifetime event. It's a once in a lifetime. Well, event. obviously, it's not once in a lifetime. You, yeah. it's, it's it's rare, and just to yeah. be there for it when it all happens, yeah. and just to watch it unfold. You've yeah. not seen it. You've no. not seen it. I would recommend watching I'm, it. I get pretty um. I get pretty affected by like news and stuff. So I avoid things that are really going to trigger emotional responses. And I know that's weak as piss. It's not, um, it's, it's, it's not weak. It's not weak. I get it. I get it. But I, I think just feel like it's so heart wrenching and traumatic. And neurologically, people don't respond well to disaster situations. We've done research and there's been like stuff around from a marketing perspective, but like genuinely, people do not like watching disaster and it distresses them so i feel okay not watching it but i understand the sentiment and like yeah i think mm. i get why it's so flooring mm. that people to watch it it's shocking yeah. i do feel a bit sick like that people like to re-watch things even though it's history it's but it's for me it's that disaster element of like yeah I, we, I, we've I, captured it I, here you go I, yeah. I i get it i must admit i'm a bit of a um I kind of do that a lot. Mm. Like I, I, it's, I find it fascinating watching these really tragic kind of parts of history because Big those parts snuff films. Big mm. fan of snuff films. <laughs> <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't share this often, but <laughs> he loves he loves uh, YouTube videos of people strangling uh, puppies. Right? Oh my god! You can't See, I literally that, cannot that's, do that. That's triggering. It's very triggering. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I don't like not feeling good, but like doing it on purpose. It's like watching a car yeah. accident on purpose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. But, but you raise a good point. But part of me kind of, kind of doesn't mind that, yeah. and I'm, I'm not too sure what it is. But I don't mm. watch it with glee. Does that make no, sense? No, it's fascination. It is. Yeah, it's and like, I like, it's I've, like I've watched things where I'm like fascinated. Like if it's a medical thing, or I was obsessed with like how childbirth works at yeah. some point, and I was like, so what happens this is, is like disgusting, the <laughs> but it is so fascinating yeah. how the body, human body. Anyway, we could go on. For it hours. is fascinating. Mm. Yeah, human yeah. body is fascinating. Yeah. But no, I'm, I, 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 I don't mind diving into the uh, the traumatic yeah. side of things from time to time because it's fascinating. It's human yeah. life at the end of the day. It's human existence. These terrible things happen. Yeah. But, mm. And if know. you can safely, if you can safely watch that in a in a curated kind of way, yeah, well, it's all curated. But if you can safely watch that and, yeah. have, your, and have your perspective kind of opened a little bit, mm. particularly if you're coming from a place of uh, privilege, completely. Like, That's oh, a really oh. good point. I think it lends a perspective to people who are sheltered or mm. have not had access to like. The Hiroshima, I think the book I'm talking about, not the, there's, I don't know if there is a documentary probably, but the, I think there's a Netflix series, I don't know, the book, <laughs> so traumatizing, but like opens your eyes to like, not just the event, the effects of the event. So yeah. like people, children, all that now. And we're just, we're just out here living thinking that this atomic yeah. bomb was a one-time thing when people are still dealing with the consequences. Yeah. And because we are not affected by it here in Australia, we just don't even think about it it's well, like the war that's going on at the moment we just oh that's so sad but we don't even think about it we're lucky that it's a fascination to us and yeah ju and just that yeah not reality not reality mm. yeah um that being said i'll drop my two cents in for rob's because the fact that this documentary has actually changed someone's life that could have died mm. even though they were innocent that is insane. That That's is, and huge. I think the fact yeah. that it's becoming a more popular trend, mm. um, that you know, 
And and they're showing how hard it is to achieve that. Like when yeah. you watch Serial Making a Murder, you're like, oh, what's going to happen at the end? They're going to get them off. Yeah. And then they don't. They're yeah. like, they don't actually get them off. Yeah. Like, oh. I, can't, yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but little honourable mention that I was trying to find the name of yeah. um, when I was uh, – you know when I said I was not paying attention for that one second? Mm. Yeah. I was trying to find the name of this documentary. It's a very short one. It is on Netflix, but it's about this guy who was accused of murder, but he was actually in an LA Dodgers game. And the only reason that he got off was because he was filmed on an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. That were what? F- they were filming an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm during a live game of baseball. <laughs> and he just happened to be caught on camera Whoa. during the filming of that. And he got and off it not not got off with murder, but he was yeah. charged with murder, and he was. They um, were like, "Oh, he exonerated. wasn't there." Yeah, yeah, he wasn't there. He was the the baseball game, and it's just, it's Doesn't, only it's that like speaks f- to the justice system though as well, right? Like, how are we meant to trust anything? Oh, just if- especially in America, it's pretty cooked. Mm. To be fair, but no, that that's a really interesting one. It's I think I'm not sure if it's still on Netflix, but it's only like forty minutes. It's a really quick one mm. as well. But yeah, was, I was watching it. It was really fascinating. Just to be just happenstance, mm. absolute happenstance. Mm. Interesting. There's a um, documentary called TV Junkie. Do you remember Making of a Murderer? They they brought in the the documentary filmmaker guy. No. So in Making, no, not Making of a Murderer. In uh, Tiger King, Tiger King. Oh yeah. Remember Tiger King? There was a character oh, who was the documentary filmmaker. By yeah. the way, uh, <laughs> yeah, probably an honorable mention. mention Carol Baskin. Like, <laughs> like, um, it, Carol Baskin. But it is so. Like it's actually become a real phenomenon. Yeah. Stuff. And there was a character in 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 that who was he wore a cowboy hat and he was a documentary mm. filmmaker. He made a documentary prior to that years ago because he was a um, he was like a tabloid journalist, mm. and he went home and made a documentary about his crack cocaine addiction. Wow! And how it ruined his family. Wow! And it's all home video footage and him little having little vox pops every now and then. He's just like he's smoking crack and he's like, oh, you know, the kids have left and yeah. life's all this and blah blah blah. And then it cuts to him being, oh, I'm on, you know, this TV show and I'm doing this thing like it was really like back to re- oh, that's yeah. ins- like behind and the he's scenes. Made and- a- yeah, wow, that's like- great because that gives you a perspective from someone who is sheltered and never been in a like had an addictive mm. situation where mm. you've had to deal with the, such hardship and your family's had to deal with it. Mm. Oh, man, this is so good. What a good topic. Yeah. It is actually. You know, Documentary is a powerful thing. Mm. I was a little worried at the start mm. because obviously we came into this episode with a bit of a bit of a, a, a loose vibe. Disadvantage, yeah. And then yeah. documentaries came up. Yeah. Oh, look and at how we've swung. We've swung. Jiggle, jiggle. It folds. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact that we've swung. So, I, mm. I was actually like, if you started off this this, this episode, Lucy, you'd be like, yeah. what is going on here? Yeah. Yeah. And I hope you stuck with like, us. And if you did, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Mm. So um, we, like last time, we have seven minutes to come up with the uh, the winner of the episode. Right. I, am, I think I've cast my vote. Okay. Oh, it's really hard though. Mm. I'm going to give number one to, um, are we going three first? Well, I'm going to give my number one and two and then we'll go through, right? Is that how we do? Uh, this part of the uh, podcast, we still haven't we quite still worked. Haven't really yeah. <laughs> well, because we have to vote for each other's. I think I, I have my number three. Okay, go. Um, my number three is 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 um. What was yours called? <laughs> Why are you looking at me? <laughs> what was yours called? Again? Yeah, Rob, what was yours called? <laughs> um, walking with dinosaurs. The walking the walking with series, not because it's a bad one, but only because, and this is personal bias and personal preference. I prefer. The style of of yeah. Rob's and the one that fair. And, and that's 9/11. fair. I felt that. Yeah, I yeah. felt that when you guys went first. I was like, oh no, it's the, it's the real stuff. The real yeah. stuff gonna get. I'm not saying the dinosaurs aren't real, but you know. Would you have voted for the octopus one? Probably not. Uh no. Yeah. Okay. No. Oh, good. It would. It would have. Um. It would have still come third, but like slightly higher third. Yeah. Oh. I'm just kidding. I, I, 
I do. I really, I really love those documentaries though. Mm. The Walking with, yeah, walking with, yeah, yeah, because they're fascinating. They they mm. teach you a lot. They're very educational. Mm. Yeah, but it's so just just a literal personal preference of yeah, my style. Totally, I get it. Yeah. I prepared myself for that one. I think my number three probably mine out of your guys. Oh, so you, you you've done a Bartholomew. I have done a Bartholomew because is that what we call it now? That's what you should call it. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's yeah. the Bartholomew. The Bartholomew. Bartholomew. <laughs> we'll have a ba- like a BAFTA award, but Bartholomew yeah, award. The Bartholomew. Body award. I don't know because as much as I love it, it's very me. It's just just me. Mm. Like in the, it's number one in my me bubble. Mm. But I think in the world, if I had to choose the best documentaries, mm. like it it might not feature for many reasons. But for me, it's my little personal fave. But I can see why yours would come on top for the majority. It was a good choice, though. I did mm. like yeah. it. I mm. did like it. And I think it's so hard because these are all our favourite things. Mm. So it's like trying to rank, like, the best the three best basketball players. So, like, yeah. you're looking at, like, thousands of basketball players, the top three ones. Like, yeah. 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 It's still yeah. pretty good. It's still pretty players. good, yeah. Yeah. It's a hard one. It's yeah. a hard one. What's your three, Rob? <sighs> Look, if I'm honest, I was probably going <laughs> to... <probably gonna laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to drive the knife in all the way home. I was just wanting well, to I've drive it Drive your own knife in, like, seppuku style. I've already, like, I've already kind of said why I think I like Liam's one. I haven't seen it, but I really want to kind yeah. of see it. If I can oh, you I haven't can seen that? Oh, we should have a viewing party, yeah. What are we doing now? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sleeping. Sleeping, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I would much rather be traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, send me to sleep never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so Walking with Beasts, Walking with Dinosaurs, third, very top, t- top three, but third. Got it? Yep. Now, out of you two, I voted Rob's. Bob, mm. Rob voted Bob. Bob voted, Bob voted Liam's. I voted Liam, and Liam voted Rob. So you're the winner, Rob. Well, I, I don't have a choice because I can't vote for myself. Oh, yeah, true. true. I don't. I yeah, don't true. Would you like? Okay, step back oh. for a second. Would you vote for yourself? Yes, hundred percent. Yeah. And would you vote for yourself, or would you vote for? I'd vote for myself too. Oh, okay. Well, then you're the winner. <laughs> oh. Oh, winner by default. What a wicked win. <laughs> hey, hey, I voted hey, he for got him. A, he got a guy off, off death row. He got a guy off death row. Thank you. But Tony. I also like Thank that you. you gave us mm. like an insight into documentaries and one that I'm going to go home and watch. Yeah. Whereas I will avoid. Well, I could have given you an insight into documentary, but he was taking over the. Oh, I'm kidding. I could have <laughs> told you. I'd shit love to hear that one. So the documentaries document things. Look, it is one of my favourite things, documentaries. Mm. I do love it. I felt I've studied it. These are so I'm glad I I'm glad I pulled yeah, this. Yeah, and off. I liked how your like it shapes it shapes stories that we hear now, mm. you know? Mm. I like mm. that. Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. I did my octopus teacher. You did octopus teacher? I did my um my Kirby enthusiasm oh, fucking baseball one. King. I would like to shout out. I would like to shout out. You know, I would like to shout out another genre we haven't touched on. Um, the mockumentary. Oh. Spinal Tap. Peter, Peter Jackson made a mockumentary called Forgotten Silver, which is a little-known Peter Jackson film. Here we go. Pre-Lord he's, of the he's, Rings. He's up again. Pre-Lord <laughs> of the Rings, which is about Forgotten how... Silver. Which basically is about how New Zealand invented everything. So he basically rewrites history through this character of a New Zealand filmmaker. Okay. And it basically recreates history as in uh, New Zealand invented film, invented, mm-hmm. you know, invented film before anyone else, invented sound, invented colour in film, mm-hmm. and did all through this one person. And Peter Jackson finds it all, all the archive of this in his, in his, like his auntie's yeah. back shed, you know, all these films. And he's gone and recreated it all. Yeah. And it's just really quite a fun Wicked. little mockumentary. So, can you define mockumentary for those of us who aren't? It's like, as it's, it's like a mock tale. 
So it's like it's a cocktail. <laughs> but without hold the, the fun part. Is that what it is? Oh. Yeah, pretty much. No. So it's when you it's when you use the documentary form, <laughs> but you're making up a story, so it's not real. So it's fiction, but so in documentary it's style. It's fiction, but yeah. in documentary it's like, style. it's like The Office. The, so it's like The, the Office. Oh. It's like uh, Spinal Tap. It's Forgotten Silver. So uh, th- we had we hadn't referenced mockumentaries, but it is kind of mm. an offshoot of documentaries. Yeah. Long, um, sh- long shot. But you know, there's a lot. There's a lot of great documentaries out there. Long, yeah. sh- uh, lo- lo- oh. long shot is what that one is on Netflix. It's called with the. Oh. the so you're saying his point was a long shot? Oh, I was like, that's shot. rude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's long a bit shot rude. Kirby enthusiasm. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. So look, I'd recommend anyone hunt down um, all three of our of our uh, documentary yeah. films mm. and write in with your your favorite documentary. And if anyone knows how I can there. watch Prehistoric Planet, please hit me up. Have you heard of Pirate Bay? Final thoughts. This is a documentary one, so I feel like. Yeah, you should definitely take it away. I'll just have a little time. I really like the fact that we can tell stories by film and have people mm. captured at mm. on mass. Mm. Yeah, I like that too. And doing mass. And doing mass. Look, quite frankly, a talented documentary filmmaker could make a good documentary about doing mass. Right? Because Are we saying mass is in yes, church? Yes, in church, yeah. Oh, oh no, mass. I thought you were I saying mass. mass. The math, math maths is different to maths. mass. I, yeah. I, I never get that. Actually, sound. honorable mention real quick on Jesus Camp. That shit's fucked Jesus up. Camp. Fucked is up. that a doco? Yeah. yeah, it's fucked up. One day in September is really good if anyone has to see that. Footy? Oh, I've just actually. Oh, no, 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 no. We don't have time. We don't we have time. No, no, no. One key honorable mention. One key honorable mention is a another form of documentary. <laughs> really quick. Which, which is called Waltz of Bashir, which looks at a war in Lebanon. And it's really quick. And they did a series of interviews. Yeah. And then the guy animates over the interviews. But it's not like rotoscoping. So he's not animating the interviews. He's animating the story that they're telling. It is beautiful. It's got an amazing That's score. And then watch it. Because at the end, it flips from animation to real life. Oh. And nothing hits you more about the horrors of war than that moment when you've gone from oh. watching a beautiful cinematic cartoon which has moved you, which you've been enthralled in. I think I've seen which this. Which is stunning. And at the end it flips and it just shows the consequence of war. Like that's the stuff that I think is amazing about documentary because you, documentary, you can play <laughs> with form in, in more so than almost I've any other this. kind of genre than you can in fictional filmmaking. Like you can really mess with form and with time and you can play with all its components. And... That's and and all, and this is my final point about documentary. I was going to say this. Sounds, this is going to be your final thought. Yep. The aim of documentary filmmaking, as to what we all think, is to create an idea of truth, objective truth. Ba, 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 ba. But quite a long time ago, documentary fi- re- documentary filmmakers realised we cannot make objective truth. So they embrace the fact that there is no such thing as objective truth, and they make subjective truth, and the subjective truth is what resonates with our emotions and our heart. Wow. And it's the reason why when you're watching a great documentary, you're moved. More yeah. so than I think you can... You can that, it's one of the most powerful f- forms when you really get gripped and moved by it because mm. it, 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 it shows you... It brings us closer to a sense of what is, what is real. And what is real is that there is no truth, there's only subjective truth. That's why I love documentary filmmaking. The end. Goodbye. Thank you. That's all I have to that say. That was good. That was good. See you next Tuesday.